And if you could request, that's it. Bend and snap. Yes. Yes. Bend and snap. See, Brie, you're a movie person like me. Um, trap me. Girl, bye. We did that and you wasn't even known. <laughs> Miyoshi, if you are on, if you could request to join the live and I can get you on and we can start this. Oh, I, I can add you. Add. Oh. So, yes, I am adding you now. I am so excited. Um, tonight, us talking about identity and grief. Hey, Miyoshi. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Fine, I'm fine. You look so cute, okay. Thank you. <laughs> so, y'all, this is our guest tonight, Miss Miyoshi Walker. I've been knowing Miyoshi for like forever. So, y'all yeah. know how we, um, now we have uh, the younger generation and younger crowd kind of looking up to us. But that's who she was to me. We went to the same uh, church growing up, and yeah. she was part of the generation that we looked up to. And yeah. so I've been knowing her forever. And so um, she has a beautiful, beautiful spirit, beautiful soul, um, has so much that she has going on, businesses, ministry. But I'm going to let her tell you all about herself, and then we're going to move forward in our conversation. So, Miyoshi, let the people know who you are. Well, thank you. And thank you for um, offering this opportunity as well as your beautiful self. Um, but it is always an honor to just, you know, uh, have an assignment in which, you know, God see fit. So with that being said, I am Miyoshi Walker and um, I am um, always, I, I wear so many hats. I don't know where to start. First of all, mother um i'm an only child but however um i am a woman of god i am um an inspirational speaker i'm a minister i am a cfo of, of my husband and our business as well as my own business so i i definitely wear a lot of hats but the the hat that i enjoy the most is definitely being a wife and a mom and most of all a woman of god before anything because without him i would not be but however um i just um i call myself the uh, chief executive officer which is the manager of my home because <laughs> i've been over 15 years but in terms of corporate i i yeah. quit my job and then you know assist with my husband and um my my business as well and um just stayed at home with my children until they got grown so now i have young adult children and just had my first grandbaby so yeah. i and third to the title so i am loving that title as well um and she's such a joy and a blessing um but however um that's a little bit about me tell them about your businesses because you do you have several and your ministry um talk to them about that okay so um the business that my husband and i have is restore plumbing and construction uh we we focus on plumbing and new construction plumbing of course, I'm managing um, the CFO, just handle the business side. And my husband, he has been a plumber for over mm, 25 years. So since we've met, my husband and I have been together since high school. Our mm -hmm. 25th anniversary is coming up in December. So we've been together for Mary 25. But however, businesses, um, my other business is event planning, events and et cetera by Miyoshi. I've been doing that over 15 years as well. So any aspect of 
events besides weddings i do micro weddings but other than that i do baby showers and other events balloons or any services that you need um so i've you know that is definitely 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 you know one of my passions that um god has given me so um those are our businesses so restore plumbing and construction and events and etc by miyoshi awesome and tell us about Womanopoly, Nightner. You can't come out oh, here and talk about Womanopoly. Womanopoly. Womanopoly is near and dear to my heart. So Womanopoly is uh, the ministry that God has given me to speak to women um, through his word and just allow us to have a platform to just be able to uh, come together as a monopoly in terms of sharing resources, ideas, support, prayer, and most of all, knowing that the foundation of God is, you know, above all things that we do. So in terms of that, um, that is just something that God is just definitely um, evolving because I know that you know, it's forever changing because times are forever changing and whatever God asks me to do, that's what I do within that ministry. So basically, you know, it's a monopoly of women. So that's where a womanopoly comes from. It's a faith-based ministry. Love it, love it, love it. Well, I thank you for joining me. So here at Identity 139, we just, we talk about everything, um, but mainly the, the purpose is talking about identity and purpose, helping encouraging ladies to know that you are somebody important the world needs you and you do have a purpose and the truth of the matter is life happens to all of us we go through things we face hard situations and sometimes we can get lost in all of that losing ourselves losing focus yeah. losing just kind of honest just like doubting like why am i still here like i can't hear see feel like I'm just numb right now. And so what we do is we encourage and try to um, speak life and, and be the light and, and come from places of experience to where people can realize, even though you're here, I was once there and you're still not by yourself, you know? Absolutely. And so um, with this month, I really did want to deal with grief because grief is more than what people have boxed it to be. It's yeah. more than what people have boxed it to be and also there are people who are still grieving functioning yet yes. still um, and being successful in functioning and still grieving and so um however comfortable you are if you can just share a, a moment where you have um a time or a moment or whatever about grief and how you were able to navigate through that grief and how you were able to process through that grief and maybe even share some of the feelings that you felt um and how you were able to get through and how you're still getting through it okay well um so as you stated um over the years of my life of course because with me being my husband and i being young when we got married we was 20 when we got married. And so one of the things that I always like to preface things like this, one of the things that was told um, during counseling was, you know, you're going to grow and evolve into um, who you are as a person. And we didn't quite understand what that was. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let us get forward and move forward. But with saying that, um grief has come a lot throughout the years and that's why i started with that because whether it was with marriage difficult in marriage our children um you know outside voices in terms of family and friends 
um, letdowns on jobs or whatever the case may be. Um, those are the things that we, you know, can deal with with grief and grief do come in all types of form. And so with that, in 2019, um, we lost our oldest daughter suddenly. And when I say suddenly, it's because she wasn't sick. She wasn't, um, you know, um, harmed in any kind of way. It just, she peacefully uh, passed away, um, how God chose her to pass away. Um, my husband and I was just on our first ever vacation by ourselves for a week in Cabo. Um, we returned that Saturday. And then early, we talked to my daughter, um, Charday. Our oldest mm -hmm. daughter passed away. Uh, we talked to her that night via FaceTime. And then the morning, the next morning, which was a Sunday in July, uh, we got a call from our middle daughter and said that she was found non-responsive um, just sitting in the restroom. And so we had to take a flight because she was out of town as well in San Antonio. And with that, I, I'm, I'm sharing the backstory because with that, that is the time that you know our faith was like really really tested because one i'm i'm that mother i'm that mother that i mother and and i'm not saying a helicopter or a micromanaging mother but you know if you need me i'm there but to not have instant access to her um immediately you know that you know just where our faith lies my husband and i and yeah. so you know, we gathered ourselves and the first thing god told me was to trust me and i and the whole time while i'm here in dallas i'm saying god you saying trust you so i'm thinking everything is going to be okay and yep. so with oh um we we get a several calls from the neurologists in the airport we're on our way we tried everything possible to you know fast forward our flight but no flights was available but god kept saying trust me and so with that you know um you know, we just was just moving and operating in faith in those few hours. And so w where the grief come in, um, we arrived to the hospital and, you know, we, we see the state that my, my daughter is in on life support. So with that, okay, we're still trying to process, okay, everything's going to be okay because God is saying, trust me, but not in that way. So yeah. need to say, um, the neurologist and the nurse came in and, you know, announced basically we've done what we could do. And so, of course, you know, grief don't potentially set in just yet because it really haven't, the reality of what it said hasn't really, you know, come forth. You just like, okay, you know, is this really happening? And so my husband and I just started praising God at her bedside because in spite of, I still feel like he prepared us through the years thinking back in hindsight and even in the space where he had me because prior to that um I, I always share and i do this but he had me to pray three times a day so i was already praying three times a day leading up to that and not knowing why but he had mm -hmm. me praying three times a day but fast forward to the grief um you know we go through the process of you know everything that you need to do in terms of the funeral you know having those services and just you know all of that the next day after the funeral i think that's where i think the full grief really hit me um i didn't know what to do with my day and i and i explained that every time that way because i told god i don't know what to do with today because 
it seems empty because she, my, my daughter had just moved back home to get on her feet, to move out. She had just got her, her uh, certification for a CNA. And, you know, she we was talking about goals and aspirations. And then it's like, this happened suddenly. Like, no, what do I do? Right. And so with the grief, you know, God continued to say, trust me. And I'm thankful for the foundation. I'm thankful for the seeds that was planted you know, over the years by being committed to him, because if I wasn't, I wouldn't be where I, I, I in the mindset I was. Now, each day was different. Yes, I, yes, each day was different with the grief. But however, God allowed individuals and he was there present with me through the process of knowing and telling me how to navigate through this grief. Yeah. And with that, you know, I just, had to just tell him I trust you because you told me to trust you and one thing that I do remember I remember uh when my daughter died um this never crossed our mind but um it was asked that she become an organ donor so she was able to help assist to save eight lives so eight organs was donated to individuals throughout this U.S. and where where and, I'm, and I brought that up because over the time through the organization where the, the, the organ donation was set up, individuals can contact them, but not us directly. Okay. So, um, two individuals contacted us to thank us. And in that, the grief still was there, but however, it still was a joy because God used her in order to help these individual lives. Okay. And so that she still uh live and present here you know in some type of way or form whether it's her spirit or the impact that she made or and and dealing with the grief that's what kept me you know um planted in god and i mean planted you know you can be a tree planted by the water and you not uprooted that was how i was planted through those things and knowing that god just still said trust me Man, so feel like when you heard, because that's good, because when we hear God say things like, trust me or I got it, we automatically believe, okay, so this is going to work in the favor we want it to work in. And say, trust me, and he does it his way. It's like, okay, now wait a minute. I trust you to X, Y, Z, but instead you LMNOP. (laughs) So Man, because you sit here with so much strength, and I know we're seeing this now, but you know, because I remember you saying um, different posts, you would be like, day by day, but you would have the end of her name spelled day by day, and I was like, man, this is how she's allowing us to, she's process. she's sharing her process with yeah. us, you know, but when you heard, trust me, and it happened the way, he, really, God healed her back to himself, because that's what it is, yeah. when that happened how did you how did you feel like did you have any anger like i do trust you but i'm a little mad that you ain't swing this the way i want because i know you know what i wanted god i mean you know me like how were you able to really process man i don't i don't i don't i don't know for for me i I don't know because i'm trusting you to do this and as the young folks say you back knowed me (laughs) so now (laughs) what do you do with this you know like tell us that process Yes. So with that, so as I stated 
from the beginning of when we got the phone call and God said, trust me, you know, I'm thinking the trust me look like how we expect the trust me, uh, meaning she's going to come home with us. Mm -hmm. She's okay. But even in the, the process, God allowed this to happen. God allowed us to get our other two children because her, her sister was with her get our have our other two children fly out with us immediately coming off a week a week's vacation yeah my husband basically bring in the main and bulk of the income and to be able to stay in san antonio a week in a hotel we had to still eat we still had to get a rental car we had to do all these things so in that I had to trust him in that. I had to trust him with care of my daughter. But the thing that got me through the trust me was I said, okay, God, you, you telling me to trust you. However, it's not looking like what I think it's supposed to look like. So I need you to help me. But mm -hmm. he said, I said, but why did you choose Sardet? He said, because of the impact. And then I said, okay, God, but you're telling me to trust you, but she is laying here on a machine that's breathing for her. But he said, I have purpose in that. And then he said, he calmed my spirit because that first day I couldn't sleep. And he said, the first thing came to my mind was, God, I know that you love me enough that you would not hurt me this way. So therefore, I had to trust him through the process of knowing that if he decided to take life from our daughter, whom he only give lit to us, right. I trust the process in which he was sending us through. And I trust the process of knowing that he loved me enough that he wouldn't hurt me that way. Knowing enough that he would see me through, knowing enough on my hard days that he would be there or provide comfort in some type of way. And with that, he did that and he's still doing that because yes, I do have my days and yes, I do have times where it is difficult because I want to see her walk down that hall and around the corner and, you know, mom or dad or, you know, and because she was a, a very sweet spirit, a very, you know, outgoing person and, you know, so to, to know that she's not going to do that, but to know that my daughter had that relationship with Christ and know that she yeah. was, with, I was well within my soul, but I still trust him. I'm trusting him even in this moment. Yeah, that is so him. good. That is so good because you said, I knew you're, I know God, you are not going to hurt. Me. It's not your intention to hurt me this way. That's not even your character. That says a lot about your relationship with God. And it says a lot about how, man man that that is amazing because it sounds like when you whatever you prayed for he, he allows you to have a certain type of perspective that aligned with heaven and that's what helps because as the mother oh everybody looking at you <laughs> you know what i'm saying everybody's looking at how she gonna handle this okay she's been okay she good it's like as soon as mama break or as soon as mama make this move then it's like because honestly as women Yes, our husbands are the head, but we are the heart of it all. Yeah. And whenever something major happens with us, it does affect everybody else. It does. That's it does. how it's designed. But man, Miyoshi, gosh, you sit with so much strength. I mean, 
I remember you carrying her. I was at your baby shower at the rec center. So I remember That's this. I remember great. this. I can even I don't even remember what you had on. That's how well, clear as day is to me. I remember. And just to hear you and even and I, I know we didn't mention this before, but even your your podcast is is that I want to bring that up because it was grief. And you did allow us, um, whenever you were ready, of course, to see your process, which was so beautiful. And you gave us so much strength. Even those of us who hadn't walked in your same shoes, we still grieved something. And knowing yeah. what you had, you know, gone through and knowing you were going through, it's like, now, wait a minute. This woman is, is so strong. And we know she have her days, but she's letting us see her process. I shouldn't be complaining about nothing. I shouldn't be, it really made you, it made me really self-reflect, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and really change the, the way that I was grieving about certain things because certain mm -hmm. things I was grieving and it was like, okay, you are so not in the spirit, you so in your flesh and you Tiffany need to get it together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And when you see someone else who you know knows God, you know how that relationship with God and you see how they're grieving and they're grieving with strength, man and the grief is still there like i'm grieving but i'm still functioning i'm taking it day by day literally and i have my moments i still do but i'm still functioning yeah. that is beautiful yeah. and and what you're saying is it's all because of god i have to it's not so much be saying i got faith but i had to really exercise my faith in this moment and I that's did. exactly what i see before and me exercise faith and man that's beautiful god that and is beautiful it's nothing but god because like i said um and and that is how the hashtag day by day came because her name is Shardé and i did just at d-a-y-e so it's day by day and so we just took it day by day and even with my children because you know um our youngest girl, our baby girl, just shared with us because we talk about it. We allow them to talk about their emotions and feelings. And we talk about our emotions and feelings because it is still very real and relevant, even though it's been two years. But however, um, she shared with us was like, you know, mom and dad, um, you know, I was mad at God. And we was like, really? And, you know, all our children, we, we reared our children in church and we, you know, they, we know they know Christ, but she's, she was honest. And I say, you know, nothing happened that takes God by surprise. So he knew you was going to be mad at him. Right. And, you know, and it's, it's okay that you express that in, but I'm glad that you didn't stay there. Um, right. But she you know, to watch you and daddy, she said everything, she said, when, when you got the call, everything just worked like clockwork. What you didn't do, daddy did. But we said that wasn't nobody but God because in our mindset, we we not we know we have these two children that's here with us and traveling with us, but at the same time, we just really was I had tunnel vision. I had tunnel vision. When I say tunnel vision, I don't know if you recall how y'all if you can recall a movie. If you stand in and if you think of a movie, you stand in the airport and everything else is blurry and they're walking by. But you see, like, just full, just in front of you, but it's blurry, but everything is just moving. That's how it was. But she said, Mama, you and Daddy were just operating. And she said, I never, she said, I don't recall just, you know, just actually seeing it in in moment of, you know, um, distress like that or stress. But mm -hmm. oh, that she said, you know, you guys' faith and what you guys, how you handle it helped me. And yeah. we 
we didn't even pay attention that our children was really paying attention. You know what I'm saying? They paying attention, you know, meaning that, you know, of course our, our children do what we say, but our actions is what they follow. That's so right. Off all day, we can say with all day, but our actions is what really matter and what count. And so to for her to say, you know, to see you guys operate in faith and how you guys operated, that really helped me. So in that moment, I still didn't know that I still was displaying that faith for my children. So right. it's, it's nobody, nobody but God. And wow, yeah. what an impact. Like what an yeah. impact. It, like you said, it's something when you're seeing it. You know what I yeah. mean? When yeah. You're, they know they hurt you just like me. You know yes. what I mean? Right. So, man, so I, I want you to talk about because I know that God birthed something out of this. And mm. it's safe to say that even in your grief and even in your hurt, God still, because of your faith, I believe, he was able to birth something so great out of you because of this. Talk to us about even the birthing process and the birthing part while grieving. Oh, my God. And it, and it literally, literally was that because let me tell you, to be in pain and to still be obedient that was a tall order god asked me to do and what was first out of that was my podcast and i was like god i know nothing about what you're asking me to do nothing i don't know anything about what you're asking me to do he said just be obedient i'll guide you and so out of that girl good grief was birthed out of that and that's a girl good grief podcast and it, it was it's based on um speaking about grief and all types of grief and just navigating through faith trusting god and knowing that he will see you through and he will give you strength no matter what the grief look like because like i said it's all types of forms and all types of grief and it's just not the grief of a death of a person right. and so with that um going through the pain and the process and i and i mean literally I mean, it probably was maybe two months after the death of my daughter. He said, okay, now it's time, but your, your, your blessings is tied to your obedience. And so I had to be obedient, even when I didn't feel like getting up, even when I didn't feel like talking, or even if I didn't know what I was doing, but he did make a way. He made a way for me to be able to be vocal and share his word and to share that, you know what, all you have to do is have faith of a mustard seed. And all you have to do is trust me through the process of what you're going through, because it's going to be okay. Yeah. And so whether it was my marriage, because let me tell you, 25 years, 30 years together, you better <laughs> believe grief in there, some harsh <laughs> sometimes you know what i'm out you know and so <laughs> to deal with that and then let's not talk let's talk about the kids you know right. transition teenage years and all of that you know no. because i have young adults my my oldest daughter that passed away was 23 at the time and so and and my youngest he's he just turned 20 in may so we we have five children and so they they range you know in, in their 20s right now yeah and so but out of that, the podcast was birthed and the podcast was, you know, really a, a platform for me to be able to really heal in a way yes. and also be obedient and also offer to know that no matter what you go through, no matter, you know, what your grief is, 
that all we have to do is have faith and know that it's in his word. Know that we can trust God no matter what it is or no matter what it looked like. Because, you know, never in a thousand years, I would imagine that I'm about to bury my oldest daughter. I'm thinking, you know, we're, we're growing old together. You know, she's going to, you know, have a family and children. And But God said, you know what, I have another plan. So, so um, with the podcast, it definitely helped me heal. It definitely allowed me to um, speak my truths because w one of the things that, you know, was said to me was no matter what, speak your words. And in this process, I was able to speak my words and God used my mouth in which I am a, I feel like a behind the scenes person. And he said, no, I have something else for you to yes. do. And so <laughs> And so he allowed me to use my voice. He allowed me to use his word. And, you know, he allowed my daughter to catapult me where I need to be. Because other than that, I still was being stagnant. I was not doing what I supposed to do, my purpose. And, you know, um, and, you know, we can get off track sometimes. But, you know, oh. he allowed to, to do that and go through that process. That is good, man. He allowed me to speak my words, speak yeah. through. That's good right there. Because yeah. I think that's a lot of times in our grief, we do get stuck there. Like, depending yeah. on backgrounds or just period, like I, I want to come off as strong or I don't know how to say how I feel. You like, I just said, you know, of course, respect. Yeah, but I just said it. This is my truth. This is how I feel. And in that, that is really how you healed because you were able to get all that stuff that was here you're able to get it out and you getting it out it also has led to other people receiving healing themselves which is so man girl good grief yeah. where, where did that name come from like what made you choose girl good i know the grief but girl good grief so with that um i just prayed and it's a euthanism mm -hmm. of good god Mm. with the grief i was like god is it just tied to death grief and he was like no it's not it, it's all forms of grief because having you experienced grief beyond this and i was like yes and so he gave me it's like girl good grief you know girl good god because we do serve a good god and yeah. not just related in sorrow but the response of you know, the loss of, you know, someone or something in which you are affected or you have experienced. Right. And with that, you know, it's just, you know, able to share on the platform of, you know, uh, of uplifting spirits, sharing the foundation and faith of Christ of knowing that no matter what type of grief that you go through, that if you have faith and trust God and, you know, um, stay tied to his word, you know, um, and bound to his word that, you know, all things are possible and, you know, and it will take day by day, but you will overcome and you will, yeah. you know, supersede that feeling of feeling like, you know what, I, I'm not going to make it through this. I'm not going to make it through this, but you will make it through it no matter what that grief is. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much, Mia, yes. for your story and encouraging us. That's speak the truth. Yes. Speak words. Yes. That 
there it just it just keeps lingering and i and i just thank you for even sharing your process even you can tell you even your processing now you can even see your your strength and we know it's not easy but just being willing and open i thank god for your obedience i thank you so much and thank you for the opportunity you know because even i i think i want to leave with this um even with this process of the grief of my daughter, you know, it taught me to not to take life for granted, to live in the moment, to don't sweat the small things Absolutely. and allow people to waste my time like I used to, because each moment is precious. Each moment is precious because we don't know the day or the hour, because just like I stated, you know, um, my daughter and I was, you know, having a discussion of what her next, you know, goals and achievements was. And here it is that, you know, she just was able to accomplish those other things that God had her to do. Because like I said, even with her um, impact that we had no idea of sharing Christ, encouraging others, you know, um, offering help, inviting them to family functions when they didn't have family or just support and all of those things. And just, you know, ultimately share the word of God and, you know, making sure that they knew of God in some type of way and then knew of her worship. Because, you know, one thing that, that stays with me is that, you know, they were on vacation. It was her, her sisters and some cousins. And, and they said, no matter what, she still did her devotional. She was playing her gospel and you know she was worshiping god and then she had fun but that's that's who she was but to know that she took time out to do that at the age of 23. you right. know I, I i feel you know a joy of knowing i i know without a doubt i'm gonna see my baby um, and so that's what give me the peace and comfort of knowing and knowing that you know she didn't have to suffer of you know a tragic loss or anything like that or through sickness and things like that i say god you know you you are amazing in even in that because we didn't you know see the prolonged part because um you know everybody go through a different experience of you know death and and one of my good girlfriends her daughter passed away six months prior but she had cancer so she had to watch her daughter you know yeah. uh, you know pass away and so you know, we, we connect in a way of, of death, but it's not the same death, you know? Right. So thankful for the opportunity that God gave us of, you know, even that week in San Antonio, just, you know, just really just, uh, just dwelling in him and his presence and just knowing that he had full control. Yeah. I'm awesome. If you will, um, close us out in prayer. Will you yes. Do um, I say um yeah. a poem absolutely that was you know that is been near and dear to me and then i would definitely pray us out i know that i'm for the time but i just had a poem but you know um as i stated and i always thought about you know what death has taught me and i like i shared it taught me to you know don't sweat the small things to trust god through the entire process and to know that i want to live and live abundantly and yes. live in christ and having that faith and foundation and that um how bad i want to live and then so i'm going to read the poem it says death has taught me it's taught me how bad i want to live and how to help other people live too and not just live but live life 
to the fullest with a purpose. And so the poem says, when you lose someone you love, your life becomes strange. The ground beneath you gets fragile. Your thoughts make your eyes unsure. And some dead echoes drag your voice down where words have no confidence. Your heart has grown heavy with loss and through this loss has wounded others too. No one, no one knows what has been taken from you. When the silence of absence deepens, flickers of guilt kindle regret for all that was left unsaid or undone. There are days when you wake up happy again inside the fullness of life until the moment breaks and until you are thrown back onto the black side of loss. Days when you have, have your heart back, you are able to function well until the middle of work or encounter suddenly with no warning, you are ambushed by grief. It becomes hard to trust yourself. All you can depend on is now that sorrow will remain faithful to itself. More than you, it knows its way and will find the right time to pull and pull the rope of grief until that cool hill of tears has reduced to its last drop. Gradually, you will learn acquaintance with the invisible form of your departed. And when the work of grief is done, the wound of loss will heal and you will have learned to wean your eyes from the gap in the air and be able to enter, enter the earth and your soul will be your loved one has awaited on your return all the time. And that's from John O'Donohue. So that is what one of the things that helped me through, but most of all, the foundation of Christ and to have that faith in him. So I just wanted to share that. That was beautiful. Wow. Thank you. Beautiful. So I'm going to be obedient and do the prayer um, where however God leads me. Absolutely. And so if we can go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for this moment and this opportunity, oh God. I want to thank you for allowing Tiffany to just continue to um, uh, be obedient and involve in your word and your way, oh God. I thank you for this opportunity that you have asked of me to share the story or to share my grief journey, oh God. I know that it's not done, but I thank you for the opportunity to be able to know that you are there and you are there with others, oh God. We thank you for just wrapping your arms around each and every one of us, oh God. Have your way, oh God, and speak through me, oh God. I ask that whoever is suffering, oh God, to give them strength, oh God, where they need it, oh God. I ask that you allow the foundation of you to be stable, oh God, and when they get weary, oh God, to look up to you and have the faith of a mustard seed, oh God, and to trust you in all things, oh God, on the path of, of healing, oh God. We ask that you just give them the strength to endure whatever comes to mind, oh God, and, and to let them know trouble don't last always, oh God. And if you allowed it, oh God, you already know about it, oh God. It's nothing that that you don't already know about, oh God. We ask that you say comfort, oh God. We ask that peace dwell, oh God. We ask that you continue to just be in the space and the place, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. We say hallelujah to your holy name for you are worthy to be praised, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for being our comforter, our way maker, oh God, in the time of trouble, in the time of need, oh God, even in these prevalent times, oh God. We ask that you just allow us to prepare our hearts, oh God, for what you have in store for us, oh God, and help us to focus and depend on you, oh God, and to continue to 
lift up your holy name, O oh God, for you are so worthy to be praised, O oh God. And we say hallelujah and thank you for that, O oh God. We thank you for your sovereignty, O oh God. We thank you for dying on the cross for our sins, O oh God, for we have been redeemed, O oh God. And we say thank you and hallelujah to your holy name, for you are worthy to be praised, O oh God. We thank you for never leaving us nor forsaking us, O oh God, in the midnight hour, O oh God, when we didn't know which way to turn, O oh God. We thank you for allowing provision, O oh God, when we didn't know where it would come from, oh God. We thank you that we lack not, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. We thank you for each and everything that you're going to do in our lives, oh God. We ask that you continue to use us, oh God. Stir up the gifts, oh God. Allow us to utilize it for the kingdom, oh God. We yep. ask that whatever we do is not for ourselves, but for, for yes. the eternity, oh God. We ask that you just allow us to be a light to this dying world, oh God, and help us to turn back to you, oh God, and help us to be obedient in all things, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. I ask that you continue to allow us to just seek you first before all things, oh God, and allow us to penetrate our hearts, oh God, and minds, oh God, and not be selfish of the things of this world, oh God, but to focus on you and your word, oh God, and about kingdom living, oh God. Allow us to be just be able to plant a seed and one water and you'll do the increase, oh God. Allow us to share your word to a dying world, oh God, that, that has turned our backs to you, oh God. And we say thank you and hallelujah for what you are going to do in each and every person's life and each and every person's household, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Where there's a need of healing, oh God, we ask that you touch right now in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. We ask that you continue to just provide the provision, oh God, that they need, oh God. I ask that you just continue to allow them to make the decisions, oh God, for those that are wavering, oh God, allow them to have solid decisions, oh God, in you, oh God, through all things, oh God. We ask that you continue to just help us to lift, uplift your holy word, oh God, allow us to walk in the light, oh God, down the path that you have instructed us to do, oh God. We ask that you continue to allow us to share your word to a dying world, oh God. When we cross paths with someone, oh God, allow us to be able to do that, oh God. We ask that you continue to allow us to be able to stir up the gifts that's in us, oh God, and use yes. our talents for your kingdom, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. And where those that just don't know what to do or which way to go, oh God, allow them to, to look to you, oh God, and provide those individuals to be able to come into their lives, oh God, or just allow the Holy Spirit to dwell, oh God, to let them know all things are possible through you, oh God, and to return to your word, oh God. We ask that you allow us to praise your holy name, oh God. We ask that you continue to allow us to, to be able to know that all things are possible with you, oh God. We ask that you continue to just bind up those things that are not of you, remove things and people that is not of you, oh God. Allow us to, 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 to just go throughout our homes, oh God, and pray throughout our homes, oh God, and through throughout our our places of where we dwell, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Allow us to cover it in your blood, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. We thank you for just who you are and who whose we are, oh God. And help us to remember in the times when we get weary and, and that you will be available, oh God. And if we call out to your holy name, oh God, that you will come and that you will give us the comfort and peace that we need, oh God. We say thank you and hallelujah to your holy name, oh God, for you are so worthy to be praised, oh God. Hallelujah, oh God. We ask this in your son Jesus Christ's name. We do pray, amen and amen. Amen, amen. Thank you for that prayer. Woo. Amen, amen. Bless you, Sister Tiffany. Thank you again for this opportunity for, for 
for me to be able to share about my grief journey. So I thank you for that. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you again for sharing. And I'm going to be looking forward to okay. I'm looking forward to that episode that my Spotify to be like, ding, and it's a new episode. Yes. I'm going to be looking forward. <laughs> yes, definitely. Because, you know, God has been de definitely dealing with me over these last couple of weeks. He has me, you know, um, doing a thing that he has me to do, but I am in the process and I, I am having everything uh, worked mm -hmm. out. So, get ready get ready All right i'm ready yes. to share 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 because that was some good stuff and y'all can go back and listen up until yes. the last episode is girl good grief you're gonna see her beautiful face and pink and gray right yes great yes. <laughs> yes. right. on spotify so thank you again miyoshi thank you so much and we will definitely uh, linking up offline but thank you so much Oh, yes, absolutely. And many blessings to you and, and all that you are connected with. Thank you. Same to you. You okay. have a good day. You too. Bye-bye.